welcome to the. <laughs> just keep it going. Just roll it. Yeah, just roll it. One, two, three. Welcome to the Bias Aside podcast. This is Jeffrey Kobo. Josh Loera. Mike is great. came here to talk about the triangle offense so you might have <laughs> except well, yeah yeah you Mike didn't know that we have a triangle offense expert yeah that in this in this trio so uh, that is true yeah that is true but not like they said we'll we'll, we'll leave that for our, our phil jackson segment so this is going to be a stat based podcast we'll probably be talking about stats just to kind of support certain arguments but um that's definitely not we're, we're, we're legitimate fans of basketball but that's it. Really, just stops there. We're just fans of basketball. It's a it's an overused term, but it's just barbershop talk. You know, yes. Yeah. Three guys who love basketball. Do the joke with the the vine, and the uh, the guys being dudes. Oh, uh, what's better than this? It's a bunch of guys being dudes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That 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 right there is what this podcast is about. That's what it's right about. There. That's what it's about. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so let's get to it, guys. First, uh, we want to start off with some uh, playoff predictions. Um, we're a little, we started off a little late. Uh, we had a few games today. We had Utah, Denver. We had Brooklyn, Toronto, and Boston, Philly already happened. We won't try and let that sway our, uh, our predictions too much. Right. But, uh, yeah. Who's going to score 50 in the first game? That's just my prediction. But, you know. Who's scoring 50? I think Mitchell might score 50 in the first Utah game. I'm just... <laughs> I know. Dude, he might score, like, 57 or something. I don't know, like... That's pretty, uh... That's pretty exact. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, let's go down the line on, like, the way they, um... Um... Play. Like, the game. Yeah, exactly. So, we could start off with the, uh... The Jazz and Denver. We could totally skip over the Raptors and the Nets. And then <laughs> we could, uh... <laughs> No, so, so yeah. So, what do you guys think about that Denver and um, Utah game? Um, Michael, you want to start off? Of course. Uh, actually, watching this game, I'm like, Denver has to make a lot of changes in the off season. They just have too many players to me. Like, uh, the whole time I was like, they should play MPJ more. That still doesn't roll off the tongue. Uh, Will Barton's hurt. Uh, I don't even know where where is Gary Harris. Um, but I just feel like they have a lot. He's hurt too. Yeah, he's also hurt. And, and there's too many players to, to get like a full feel. And Jamal Murray is probably the best game I've ever seen him play in my in my life. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, even though there's heroic efforts from Mitchell, I'm gonna say you uh, Denver in seven. Really, Denver in seven. Or talented, but I just don't see like a great rotation from them. So I'll take them, but I think it'll be tough. I got Denver in five because I just don't see Mitchell doing that every game. That's that's, that's my only problem. I, I completely agree. But I do think those teams um, match up pretty well. See, my, my biggest issue with that game 
was I was actually looking it up. Joe Ingles, like on paper, is actually a really solid defensive player. I don't know if you guys knew that because by the eye test, like if you just look at him. Yeah. Looks like a U.S. history teacher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but yo, he's actually, I think he was like, tw- and I'm not into like advanced stats or anything like that. Like I said, this isn't going to be a stat-based podcast, but he was like 24th in like defensive win, sh- uh, win shares last year, which is pretty wild. But anyways, um, he's actually not b- that bad of a defensive player. But my thing is, I'm not sure I want Joe Ingles guarding Jamal Murray in at any point. Yeah. Like if he's going to have a game, like he was like 13 for 20 and I'm just like, he was basically just getting whatever he wanted that whole game. So that's kind of my thing. I was just like, geez, like I can't have Joe Ingles guarding Jamal Murray, but I don't know what you guys think. In, um, in Snyder's defense, uh, Mike Conley had a kid today. So he was actually out of the bubble with his, with his wife. True, true, true. Be sure it would have been Conley, but I guess, I don't know how that's going to work in terms of like the quarantine rules, if he'll even be back for the series. So, right. Right. I guess that's a good point if he doesn't make it back, but I just don't on on the other end. I I don't think that he's going to score average 57, but I also didn't see anybody that remotely looked like they could stop Donovan. So that's my, that's what came to mind with that series. Like with um, Bogdanovich being out and Conley being out, that's a lot of offense, and I feel like Utah just doesn't have a lot of options besides like Clarkson, offensively. Right. So I I just think it's asking a lot from Donovan. I don't think they're going to be able to stop him, but to expect like look how many points he scored and they still lost, you know. So I'm like, I, I don't yeah. know how to feel about Utah. Um, you said seven. You said I think five. I think Denver and five. Yeah, I think I like five too, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I think I like five too. Um, I don't know why they don't play MPJ more. Um, I feel like their coach, uh, coach is Mike Malone, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's he's like he doesn't like playing young guys. I know MPJ is terrible on defense. I completely like, like he got real hot that first quarter and he kind of fell off. And if he's not giving you that offense and he just there's no purpose for him on the floor because he just not I wonder I wonder how much of it though has to do with you know the injury that he had because I don't know exactly what the term was called but I think he had something called like dry foot or something like that that it's like you could like not come back from it I I don't know exactly what it was called I think it was called dry foot um yeah (laughs) yeah he had dry fit he had dry fit um it just sounds better but yeah Dang, I can't wait to look this up later and maybe like completely off. But it was something foot, mm-hmm. and I heard like the, the 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 probability of somebody coming back after that injury is like really really bad. So I don't know if that's like lingering at all. Like, and I'm ta- I'm, I'm speaking on on what you said about him defensively, but um, but yeah, offensively, man, he's he's very very efficient, and um, it'll be nice to see him get a lot more, a lot more playing time. I think defensively he's bad because I think he's not laterally quick. And I think that he should in this NBA be playing the four, but since Denver is so big, they're always going to have either Millsap, Jeremy Grant, Jokic or Plumlee. So he'll probably never play the four and always play the three. If people that are too quick for him. So like I said, I think they got too many people and they should trade a lot of people this, this off season to fit. Who's obviously going to be getting like the real crunch time minutes. Who would you trade? 
uh, I would get rid of Millsap. I would get rid of uh, Harris. I'd get rid of Barton. I would get rid of. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it's like a lot of. <laughs> you know, I love Gary Harris, but you're right. He's just been like the last two years. But yeah, he's just so injury prone. You say you don't like him? I don't love him. No. Oh, okay. Well, that kind of sucks because I was going to invite him on the podcast, and oh, that's gone yeah. forever. Hmm. You know, you know who I love. Um, Monte Morris. Mm. I think he's such a good backup point guard. He'd probably be a he'd probably be a good starting point guard, but I think as a backup, like he's just like who wouldn't want that type of point guard to come off the bench? You know, like for sure. He's just so good. Like he just his IQ was high. Like he's just a good player. He's yeah. a really good player. Yes. We barely talked about Utah. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's ugly for Utah. <laughs> Yo, but shout out to Donovan though, because along with those, um, along with that that fifty ball, he also had two very clutch free throws to put it into overtime. So without oh, yeah, that, no, we wouldn't be sure. talking about that. No, that's very true. I feel like today Donovan hasn't gotten enough, and we're recording this at night, so we can see this. But he just scored the third most points in playoff history, and it's kind of just like, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I, it's just a shame. It's a shame that he lost because if he wins, this is a completely different like story. Yeah. You know, but it's like overshadowed by the loss. Yep. But uh, yo, quick sidebar though, do you guys think that uh, these NBA players are cheating on their barbers? <laughs> you think they have like an NBA barber? Like they just flew in like a few handful of barbers for everybody. I actually, I, I actually think that is the case. I think they have like a handful of them, but I'm thinking like James Harden, for example. You see, he's like super scruffy right now. Yeah, he's not cheating. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> do you think that's the reason why, or do you think it's like one of those like Boston like Red Sox like, oh, we're not gonna shave like until playoff. we win. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just kind of thought about that. I was like, because honestly, really not cheating. I don't know if you guys have seen him, but he's very loyal to. You me. said who? Andre Iguodala. He's been very. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that today. Cause, like, for example, like, like Jason Tatum, like his taper is probably like the most flawless taper I've ever seen on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in the bubble. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, you might have to cheat on your barber because uh, yeah. you got a pretty solid taper. Unless it, unless his barbers was on, on the approved list. Can we talk about how George Hill never looks like his hair grows or he gets a haircut <laughs> or a shape up? It just always looks the same. Aesod Rocky grown like Aesod Rocky's had braids since I was like in middle school and they haven't grown at all. Like in the <laughs> Rocky without braids, like even like that week four that he would do, like he's always had braids, but always at the same length. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's true. It's true. I know it. Like, he's like Penny Proud. Like, he's a drawn cartoon character that just... (laughs) Same outfit every day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, do we want to move on to the the next matchup? Yeah. 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 yeah, About five seconds. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so Brooklyn, Toronto. It was a good game. All right. So, what about... um... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right back. I'll, I'll say, I'll have this one as a sweep. But I feel like, I mean, as I, a, as a swept, yes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I have this one as a swept. Now I see this one being a sweep, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a crazy Karis Levert like carried them to one game game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they yeah. win it like gentleman sweep. 
But if not, then yeah, it's a sweep. Like, I sat there and watched that game because it was on, but it didn't really, like, it was. I will say, though, one thing I noticed about Brooklyn, they just have a, they have a lot of guys that can score. Like, they have a lot of talented scorers. Yeah, they have, um, obviously, Levert, and then they have the, um, Joe Gary Temple. Temple, yeah, exactly, Joe yeah. Harris, um, what's the other dude's name? Um, I think he's like French or something. Yeah, that they got from Philly. Lawawu, Lawawu Cabarro. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's nice. Yeah, he had twenty six today. Like he plays well. Oh, wow. Um, I'm not a big fan of Jared Allen. Offensively, yeah, he's just kind of like there. But defensively, I like him. Really? I think I mean, he's just a presence. I mean, I think I don't know. I like what he does for them. His I'm not fan of DeAndre Jordan and Jared Allen, but hey. Yeah. At yeah. all. At all. It's like. Jared Allen, but worse. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. It's just like more of the same. No, but uh, as far as the Raptors go, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure we're going to be talking about this a little bit later on just kind of how they fit in the rest of the playoffs. But, um, yeah, their backcourt is, is really, really nice. I think Fred Van Lee, I don't have it in front of me. I think he scored, what, like 30 tonight or something? 30 on like 13. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, he was insane. He no, was like, yeah. he wasn't. Well, he started off like six for six or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like he was yeah, like perfect right. from the field. That that's one thing that's always impressed me about the Raptors. They're starting like their backcourt is two like six foot guards, but exactly. they're both like scrappy. They're both like you know like they hustle. Like him and Lowry really complement each other. Yeah, and they don't really get exposed for it. Like. For the, the height difference, because, I mean, there's a lot of teams bigger than them, but, you know, they're just so good defensively. Also, it's like with the way that the league is played now, you know, a lot of guards before were like post-up guards. Like the best guards in the league would really post up or at least had the ability to. Like, yeah, you know, I'd say what the best two guards now is maybe Bradley Beal, Clay Thompson, and James Harden. And they're not going to like abuse somebody for being shorter as opposed to like, you know, D Wade made a living off of using smaller guards or Kobe too. Oh my God, uh, we just uh, we talked about it before. We're like, how long before he makes a Dwayne Wade reference? Yeah, I think that was pretty good. Yeah, last, but uh, <laughs> made it made it about fifteen yeah, minutes on, in man. before the yeah. uh, the D Wade reference. Wait till we get to a certain series and see how Jeff acts. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, it was I, – I, I agree with that. They're two, like, scrappy defensive guards, so that's how you can get away with them. Yeah, yeah. No, I – yeah. Do we all have it as a sweep? I, yeah, I have it as a sweep. Yeah, I have, I have it, it as, as a sweep. sweep. Potential, Karis LeVert. For me, Karis yeah. LeVert, like, carry them to, like, one. No. I mean, essentially, <laughs> that's what he did. Essentially, that's what he did against uh, the Blazers. Yeah, even though, exactly. Even though that was, like, the most petty thing in the world because they had no reason to win <laughs> that all. game. At all, yeah. But uh, okay, so we, yeah, we can we can move on to the next Raptors series. Raptors in four. Yep. Yeah, Raptors in four. Um, so the next would be Celtics Sixers. I'll I'll stay out of this before no, no, before we talk first. about before we talk about this series. Let's just let everyone know who uh, who we represent. On yeah, this. let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Micah, you can start off. Let's make it. Clear. I am a Miami Heat fan. Miami Heat fan, Josh. I'm a Lakers fan. Lakers fan. I don't have a team. I just like to watch the game All right. for fun. <laughs> I feel like I have to preface me being a Lakers fan. Like, yeah, I'm a Lakers fan, but it was like way before 
them being like he was a fan when Smush Parker was exactly yeah thank you like he was he was there for all of that so yes don't uh, don't take it as a as a new fan type of thing I'm a Boston Celtics fan guys so um, which by the way that's a big part of the podcast too yeah we want to talk about we want you guys to know we're not trying to hide this from you yes I'm a Lakers fan Jeffrey's a Celtics fan Mike is a LeBron fan and really what <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 yeah, Mike being a Heat fan and stuff, we we want you guys to know that. So we're we're hoping that you guys can kind of relate to some of our you know takes and opinions and stuff. So yeah, but bias aside, bias aside, yes. Jeff has to say about this series. So you want yes. me to start off? Yeah, go ahead. Start it off. Get it out. All right, I have us in five. Us, I have us in five. I just don't think. Um, this this game was a little frustrating to watch because I had to hear uh, Doris Burke um, ask how we were going to guard Joel Embiid for the first 20 minutes of the game. And I he's one person, so I get it. He's hard to guard, but he, no, can't, he can't score 100 points. That's what I was going to say. It really stops there with them. Yeah, like, exactly. With Ben Simmons being out, like it stops there. I mean, Tobias Harris is nice and stuff, but... Look at him. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. Because I don't like, I don't like how you're looking at me. First right off, now. this year, hold up. We're gonna lose the the three fans that we have for any Doris Burke slander. She's the goat, so we don't we don't disrespect. <laughs> no, 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 hey, no. Which, by the way, I do want to get into a segment at one point, and we have to like rank like all of the commentators. But we'll we'll do that at another time. <laughs> That's easy. Reggie Miller and Chris Rubber right at the bottom. <laughs> um, no, so. Yeah, it's it's in five. I just don't like. Look at look at him. What? No. I... <laughs> okay. All right. What do you have to say? Go ahead. Go ahead. I have Celtics in four. Oh, oh that's okay. what I was gonna say. That's okay. what I was gonna say. But I'll let you finish. I don't like how he's saying. Oh, we shouldn't be talking about how they're gonna guard Joel Embiid, who had twenty six and sixteen today. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they can't. That's not gonna win. That's not gonna win you a game, though. But but it's still something to address. It's still something to address. No, it's not. He can score 26 every game if he wants. They're still going to lose. Okay. Okay. I mean, no. 26 isn't winning you a game. 26 as your leading scorer when... Let's look at the box score. Their next leading scorer had 18 points. That's not winning you a game. I'm, I'm, like I'm just saying that Joel is going to score more than 26. I expect a couple... That, well, look, no, that's fine. If I would just say let him get his, just make it tough, and just... I mean, keep everyone else in check. Like that's no, not, that's I not actually, that hard. I actually agree with Micah. I, I have him in four. I think you actually have him in four, but you don't want to. I think you're saying five just because you feel like you have to. But I think Celtics in four. I think every game is going to be close, and I think that's going to be extremely frustrating to watch because I'm not a Celtics fan, but I know they're a lot better than this Sixers yeah, team. Yeah, they 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 match up weird with. Us. Yeah, exactly. But as far as the Sixers, man, it's just they're just in a sucky position because. Let me look it up. I don't have it in front of me, but I think Josh Richardson had like 18 field goal attempts or something. Like that's high for Josh Richardson. I know he has to pick up the slack, but he's not really on your team for that. Not at all. So he had 17. Yeah. So so and B that's had gonna 15. Be, exactly, and that's gonna be extreme. And I think he was like, what was his field goal percentage? Who's 53? Yeah. So like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's gonna be um. I think it's going to be tough. Um, we we have we all have Celtics in four or five. 
how long before we got to blow up Joel and Ben for you guys? Listen, man. So as you guys know, and podcast people, you, you definitely don't know this, but I've never been a Ben Simmons guy. It wasn't until, was it this season when Embiid got hurt and Simmons played by himself? Yeah, yeah. He won me over in that span. So I'm officially a Ben Simmons guy. You guys ready for a hot take? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, we have to have a hot take drop, Ooh. right? Okay, hot take coming up. If Ben Simmons was in the same system as Giannis, surround him with shooters, let him do him, he'd be better than Giannis. Prove me wrong. He would be better He's than He's a Giannis. better ball handler, better passer, can get to the basket just as easily. We just don't see it as much because he doesn't have the spread out floor that Giannis has. I'm not just looking at Micah though. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm telling you, Ben has to do what he what, what he's only allowed to do in the system he has. But that's not where he where he thrives. If you give him four shooters, spread the floor, let him just go, it's it's a problem. It's a problem. And he's not a straight line guy like Giannis. Says. Giannis kind of has to overpower you to get to the basket. Like that's kind of my Ben thing, actually has like skill. I think a lot of those same guys, size, you know, yeah. strength, everything, you know, like yeah. But even though even though Ben Simmons has like the skill for it, like it's not stopping Giannis from getting his thirty-five. You know what I mean? Yes, of course. But imagine how much easier it would be for Ben to score in that same system. Like Giannis is in the perfect system. Imagine if he had to deal with um, Embiid, a, a post guy, in there all the time. It wouldn't work. It w- he would have to play, but Embiid would have to play like Brook Lopez. Brooke Lopez turned into a jump shooter. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know Josh Smith? Remember Josh Smith from the yeah, movie? yeah, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. He probably has some of the greatest dunks, and nobody talks about it. He was a great passer, uh, a great triple double threat, super athletic. Probably like six nine. Mm-hmm. LeBron can get to the rim, all that stuff. He's more athletic or even as athletic as LeBron, but he's just not LeBron. Like, there's just certain things you, could just, you just can't say. Like, sure, uh, Ben Simmons is a great passer, a great finisher, but we're not going to say that he was going to average 28 or 30 like Giannis did this year. Don't, Why wouldn't he? Huh? Why wouldn't he? No, nah, I, I don't think Ben Simmons has the, the scoring part of it. I don't think he has that in him. But why wouldn't he? Also, him. is he going to get the star treatment? Is he going to get the star treatment that Giannis gets? I don't know, but just tell me why he wouldn't. Dude, yes. There's no, just no. I'm not even gonna break that. What, down. what you have to understand, though, why Giannis is so good and so effective is because they put him in a position where he can be utilized to his best ability. Yes, right? I'm not. He, I'm not he's not, he doesn't have to change anything about his game. The game is set for him, mm-hmm. and I feel like Ben Simmons hasn't been afforded that opportunity. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like if you give him that same opportunity, you'll see walking triple double. He already is walking triple double. No, that's what I'm saying. But like to even like even higher than that. Love Ben Simmons, man. I've always been a fan. I thought he should win over Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I've always been. I watched the documentary on him. Mm -hmm. I hate Australian accents, but I still love the guy. (laughs) No way he's averaging thirty points, and that's just no way, no way. Yeah, I can't see him having. I can't see him having that. But 
I think I think what makes what makes Giannis so effective, or I, I guess the Bucks really is that that whole driving in and just kind of overpowering the paint from Giannis is the reason. And I don't know, this might be kind of a hot take too. Is the reason why Chris Middleton is Chris Middleton? Oh, for sure. Like, and it's the reason why you know everybody else is is, is who they are in the Bucks and why they flow so well. So, so my thing is like. Ben Simmons, like, I don't, I personally don't see him overpowering the paint the way Giannis does. So what you're saying is that if you take Joel Embiid out of there. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Ben Simmons you can't see it because be he's never able to do it. And, like, they want him to be a jump shooter, which he does need to learn how to shoot. Like, he doesn't need to be 40%. Give me at least, like, 33, something, you know? But... He, I feel like if you put him in the right system, like, I'm just telling you, like, he would, he would be, you would see the number skyrocket. I'm telling you, like, he's so skilled at getting to the basket. Like, you can't guard him. Well, he's, he plays point guard. I mean, we would have to see it, and I'm sure you don't have it in front of you ready, but, like, what were his numbers when Joel Embiid was gone? I'm sure he went into the 20s. I'm sure he went into the 20s, but I feel like we, we, we can save this for, like, another topic because we still have yeah. six more series to get through, so... Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Enough on the Ben Simmons, I guess. So we got Boston in f- four, five. Right. Boston and sweeper, yeah. gentlemen, sweep at the at the most. Yeah. Okay. Um, next series, Clippers, Dallas. So we're doing this podcast at the moment, and so we, during the game, so we actually aren't fully invested in that in that series or, or our attention at least. Right. Actually, as we're speaking, now, it's 103, 100 with three minutes to go, so it can go either. Oh, wow. See, that's actually that's actually a lot closer than I thought. Personally, I thought this was the one in the West. I felt like everybody kind of had a puncher's chance, except for this series. This is the only series that I thought that it was just going to be a little bit too one-sided. Really? Yeah, I thought so. I thought um, you were disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. No, I did. I just thought. I just thought that... The Clippers, I think everybody else, I thought they were going to do, you know, they, if the, if Dallas had to go against anybody else, I thought they would probably match up better. But I just felt like the Clippers was really going to be a lot. I thought they were just going to overpower them. But obviously I'm wrong. I mean, that's, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty close. No, I don't think, I don't, like, I see, I don't know. I, I would have Clippers like in six. Like in six, and like I don't see them like killing them every game, but I think I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Dallas is a good team, like and Luke is just so good. Like I've been watching him more like in the bubble. Now that like you know everything's like East Coast time, and he's just so good. Like he's like it, oh, it doesn't no, really yeah. make sense. Like it's like how does like, you know like have you ever watched somebody and you're like how does he do that? Oh, it yeah. sounds it sounds like real like simple like to say it that way, but you watch him and you're like, I don't know how this kid does this, but he's just so good. Like, like offensively, he's just like, uh, like he's like James Harden like ascension, you know, like that's where he's headed towards, like that type of offensive. Yeah, he currently player. has thirty six and nine assists, <laughs> six rebounds. That's a, that's a, ten for seventeen. That's a regular Luka. 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And the fact that he can probably get better. Right, right, right. It's just like. We could be saying he's the best player in the NBA like two, three years from now. Exactly, yeah. Which is funny, and we're going to be talking about this too later, how like the most improved player, he's like, oh, don't put me in that. Like, I'd rather yeah. you put Devontae Graham in there, which cracks me up because it's like, oh, no, 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 like I'm too good for that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, put that like, that's always been given to somebody that's like, yeah, he's like, I shouldn't even be like considered for that. So... Well, good for him. I feel like they just did it because he's not going to win MVP. So they're like, we want to involve Luca in this somehow. Exactly, yeah. Like, Luca has to be. So what do you have, Josh, for the series? For the series, uh... man, I'm going to go five games. I'm going to go five games. I feel like the Clippers just need to figure it out. I don't think it's going to be like this next game. You said five? Yeah, five for the Clippers, yeah. I, I say six. Okay. I'm going five, but I'm going an extremely competitive five. Like no, yeah, yeah. no Clippers with the towels on their head in at the beginning of the fourth. Like I think it's gonna be crazy. Yo, and that's Chris. That's Kristaps too. You said he got ejected. Yeah, yeah, he got ejected. Dang, I have no idea what. Oh, happened. so they're playing. They're finishing without. Yeah, without I mean, he played 20 minutes, so. Yeah. He's been playing really well too. He's been playing really well. It looks like he's starting to get healthy. Starting to get his legs back. Like, he looks really good. What's crazy is that they have their, what, two best players off of pretty much fleece trades. So, shout out to them from that. Like, they traded yeah. um, uh, Trey Young, Dennis Dennis Smith and DeAndre Jordan and got Tim Hardaway Jr. And, and Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Fayetteville, but that was a point. Yeah. And then they traded... <laughs> The Trey Young pick, and I want to say uh, DeAndre Hunter pick for a Luka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which shout out to Trey, still is a fleece. You, um, we'll have to talk about Dennis Smith on another podcast, but what a disappointment. But anyways, we'll, we'll move on to the <laughs> next series. We'll... Uh, series. Uh, let's let's start off with the uh, what's the first game tomorrow? Uh, oh, Miami and and, and Indiana. All right, man. Just go ahead. You want me to start this one? Yeah, go ahead. I say I got Heat in six. Heat in six. Okay. Uh, yeah, I definitely have the Heat winning this one. Um, whew. Yeah, I'm going to go Heat in six also. Um, I actually don't think the Pacers really match up well with them. But I think um, – I don't know what they would have to rely on because Pacers actually have some injuries, don't they, at the moment? Uh, a bruised ego from T.J. Warren, I believe, but he's going to play through. Yeah. He's going to play through. <laughs> no, I actually thought – T.J. Warren, bruised ego, expected to play. <laughs> Game time decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny. No, yeah, I have, I have the Heat in six. I just think they have way too many weapons. Um you have you have none. It could be anybody's night. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Jeffrey. <laughs> I'm just I'm just loving this, man. I'm loving. It. Uh, unfortunately, we're gonna beat Milwaukee last week, so I have, I mean next round we will have to just soak in that we're gonna beat Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead, say it. I feel like you're itching. <laughs> no, no, I will say yeah. I I I agree with you guys. Miami and six. <laughs> I agree with you guys. So 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 you guys think that uh, 
3J scoring isn't going to be 3J scoring? I see what you did there. It took me a second. Um, no, nah, <laughs> it, it won't be. No. I just really this series in terms for Miami should be all about uh, getting Kendrick Nunn back on the horse because he's been tra- uh, uh, trash since we've been in the bubble. Um, so we should just get him back on the saddle. And I think Indiana should see if TJ Warren is like on a hot streak or is he something that they should like keep around. Uh, of course, we're going to try to win, but that's those are the two things that need to be found out from uh, the series. I was watching their last game. I was watching uh, the Heat's last um, bubble game and like to finish the regular season. And I, I feel like they had a lot of people sitting out, if I recall. And I was watching Kendrick Nunn. And yeah, he was he was horrible. Yeah, no, he was horrible looked, that game. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like they they told they gave him a green light. And they yeah, guys, shoot I don't it, know. And he just wasn't like yeah, like twenty something. Who did they play? Attempts. I forget. Who did they play? Who was their last game against? I don't remember, but I do remember that game because I was like, oh, like I should just catch a little bit, and it was ugly to watch. So I just kind of yeah, like, it was yeah, bad. It was, bad. It was really bad. It was really bad. Like he was just chucking them. And he was just yeah, they might have still won that one. I forget. I I don't know if they won or not, but yeah, it was. Yeah, it was bad. Oof. It was bad. So we got so no um, it's funny how like we mentioned T.J. Warren only, but no like Oladipo like right exactly yeah he just completely just like took a backseat to yeah. like yeah we he might have to just yeah Oladipo might have to just chalk it up for next T.J. McConnell's probably gonna go off <laughs> <laughs> who who will take a three first Ben Simmons or T.J. McConnell because. Yeah, no, TJ McConnell, like, you can just sag off of him and, like, he will not shoot it. He will not. Yeah, he, you real. would think he was an old school big, like, the way he's just, like, he won't even consider it. Bowling ball, it's weird. Like a bowling ball? Yeah, it's like the ball is too heavy for his wrist, the way he shoots. <laughs> very, it's very weird. Um, we can go through this very quickly. Um, Bucks and Magic? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got magic in seven. Uh, I think, um, nah. Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic. Yo, I actually, I actually never saw um, what they, uh, what was Giannis? Is he was just one game, one game suspension. That's it. Or yeah. He, okay. Yeah. 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 I have a uh, bucks and four. <laughs> it might be bucks and three if they forfeit. But yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't have the magic. Giannis would have got suspended for the series, but. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Yo, yeah. but they uh. Did the Magic? I think Magic lost like seven out of the eight games or something like that, right? Those were like five games back. It was a miracle if they were even gonna like <laughs> in that four game range. Like, it, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad for them. Did the Magic lose? No, they went uh, five and three. No, five three, and three and five. Three and five. Oh, so who am I? Oh, I'm thinking of the Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards won their last Yikes. game against the Celtics. And, yeah, against. The Celtics? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Milwaukee Milwaukee and, and four, for sure. Yeah, Milwaukee um, and four, everybody? Yeah, yeah, we can, yes, we can move on from that one. Yes. It's the most interesting series, I'd say. Um, Trailblazers and Lakers. <laughs> Yo, alright, so I'm a Lakers fan, right? And I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> I think this is the only series. Uh, well, I think the fact that it's one and 
it's the first seed and the eighth seed. I think that's the only, like, I haven't seen it this, like, evenly matched in a while. Blazers, they're horrible at defense. But offensively right now, they're just, like, they're just doing their thing. Obviously, a lot of that credit goes to, to Dame. Now, if it wasn't for the Lakers being so sorry in the bubble, I don't think it would be this even. But for me, this has to go seven games. I think it's going seven games. I want to say uh, Lakers in seven, but I'm going to say it just because that's my team. But, man, I have no confidence behind that. But Lakers in seven. We can get more in-depth after you guys talk about how many games you guys think it's going to go. I, I, it's so weird because I have Lakers in seven too. Um, I think that, I think that it's a combination of Dame being, you know, who he is right now, and the fact the Lakers just backcourt has always just been horrible to me, and the fact that they're still giving Deion Waiters time is like, okay, cool, like that's the time that you're on. I think that Rondo's back there. I saw that yeah, I saw yeah. he's back, so but he's not he's not going to play. Uh, not that that'll help. I don't believe in any Laker guards. I don't believe in Danny Green. I don't believe in... Yeah, defensively, defensively, we only had one guard that was, like, the guy for us, and that was... He's not playing. Like, right. he didn't show up. Mm-hmm. So, Avery Bradley, unfortunately, didn't show up to the bubble. But I think... Um, well, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you continue. Sorry, I cut you off. No, I, w- I was just saying, I don't believe in Caldwell minister or preacher. I don't believe in JR. Uh, so... They're gonna get cooked in the backcourt, and yes, the 2011 Bron, where he's gonna guard Derrick Rose for the fourth quarter. Like he's gonna watch, and they're gonna get eaten up. But I think that just the dominance of the two best players are still Bron and AD. Like love Dame, but they're still the two best players on the court at all times. So I think that's just gonna overpower within seven games. Yeah, I I think I agree with that. Seven games. Yeah, it's if. If Portland was a better defensive team, yeah, they're sorry. Sorry, I would feel a lot better about it. But yeah, they're just not guarding Braun and AD. They're not guarding. I don't think they're guarding Dame and CJ either. Right. So, I mean, how do you guys think Nurkic? Uh, how do you think that's going to be with AD? He's going to get cooked. Well, I mean, things going to get cooked. Nurkic is going to get cooked for sure. Well, they start AD at the four, right? And they finish with him at the five. Mm-hmm. So at the four, I don't – I mean, at the five, with they start JaVale McGee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't – I wouldn't – I don't – I wouldn't like that matchup. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable with JaVale McGee guarding Nurkic. You see, but, my thing was this. Like, Nurkic had a crazy good game, right, against Memphis. But, like, I, I think he had, like, 17 and 15 or something like that in the first half. But did you guys see how, like, they kept on putting the camera on him and he was, like, gassed? He was just, like, gasping for air in the second half. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, like, (laughs) you're a professional athlete. Like, what's up, dude? Like, you didn't, like, go off for, like, 81 or something, you know? Like, it was solid, but. I mean, if you think about it, he was gone the entire season. So he's just getting his, like. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But I, I was just thinking, like, that was my biggest concern. But I think I think Nurkic is I think he's gonna have a good series. Um, Can you believe Denver used to have Nurkic and Jokic? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Like that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. That just shows like how good they are in drafting players. And... I mean, honestly, so Val- um, um, 
Memphis big Valanciunas. Yeah, Valanciunas had a big. He had a really good game too. He's a good player. So I was just kind of thinking that maybe that's why he was gassed. Just because of how physical it was. I mean, that was a very physical game. So I think uh, Nurkic could expect the same against the Lakers, but I don't know, man. It, it, it's it, he's obviously not going to stop AD. It might just be like what he could just you know just containing him to like his his thirty five or something. I don't know. It's like no. my magic number thirty five. I thought one of us was going to have the hot take of, like, saying the Lakers are going to lose, but nobody's that bold yet. Like, we're, we're – Yeah, no. There yet. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it's – for me, it's strictly the defense. Like, I just have no – I just don't have any confidence in their defense. Mm-hmm. But if for some reason they do, like, figure out a way to, like, contain either AD or, or uh, LeBron somehow, yeah. then – and that's that's the biggest thing about the bubble too. It's like you don't have home court advantage. So that's kind of the that's kind of the, the, the big thing here too. If it was if it wasn't for the bubble and they were doing their regular home court and, and the the home games and the road games, this would probably be a whole different conversation. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that you don't have that you're not depending on your fans and, and the home court and stuff, I think that's the only reason why it's so close. So so, and do you guys do you guys think because LeBron looked a little sus in the in the bubble? Do you think are you, do you subscribe to the whole he was coasting? Lakers didn't care, you know, like they're nah. just getting ready for the playoffs. No. Or are you okay? So you think they wanted to win and they just yeah they struggled I, against Denver's bench like they were truly struggling. I do think so because I think a big part of it too is like since you had that big hiatus, you do kind of need. To just kind of like, like you need to know what it's like to fight like against really solid competition, and not coast. Because I mean, if if your first, if your first um, uh, what's the word um, if your first experience with that after the hiatus is in the playoffs against Dame going off for fifty, like yeah, that's not the time. I agree. So I also think too, like you know how they say like LeBron can flip the switch, and you know, mm-hmm. I like that idea if it's a team that's been together like three or four years. You know, where it's like, yeah, we we already know. You know, like we're not worried about like like the <laughs> Warriors, like that core. Like if they're like, yeah, we're just we're just waiting until the playoffs. You know, like we don't. <laughs> If we win, we win. If we don't, you know, we're just, we're good enough. Like, we're so good that we could not, we could go 80% and still beat 90% of the teams, you know? Right, right, right. But with the Lakers, I feel like they already had, like, I've never seen a more, like, you know how, like, uh, the Hawks, like, they were the number one seed, like, a few years ago, but no one took them seriously. Like, they knew, like, the Cavs were going to beat them, like. That that look that Cavs team with LeBron was truly coasting. Like they were just exactly. like you know. Yeah. But this Lakers team is kind of like to me falls in that same position. Like they had the second best record in the league, first in the Western Conference, and I still don't think they're gonna cr- like cruise to the finals. Yeah. You know, I I just think they have a lot of weaknesses. They do have they do have a lot of weaknesses, but. At least for this series, I feel like you got to give Brian his props for never losing in the first round, which I think is almost as impressive as the nine finals. So, uh, got to give him his props there. But I don't think that they were coasting to the 
to the finals. I think they were coasting or the idea was that they were coasting because they pretty much had the number one seed locked up, which I don't believe that they were coasting either, but no. I think we do have to give everybody a little bit of, of, of like a, Hey, you haven't played with these people in four months. And like you said, this is their first year as that whole team. Like it was just Kyle Kuzma and Braun returning from last year pretty much. So, mm-hmm. well, so and KCP and, and I'm not sure since I'm not sure like any other team has had to experience like as many rotations as they as as you know that they kind of have to like kind of figure out. So I, I I don't think that they were coasting for that. I think they kind of had to realize like all right, well how do you how do we fit how do we play with Dion Waiters, the J.R. Smith, the, that whole thing. Obviously not playing with Avery Bradley, even though Avery Bradley was injured for a lot of the season. It's just I don't know, man. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's like like fuming with like throwing out a little bit more LeBron hate, but he picked the Lakers. No, 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 no. <laughs> actually, I actually don't have anything to say about LeBron. I just wanted to go on a quick Kyle Kuzma rant, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, let me make this like clear what I'm about to say. Kyle Kuzma is a fine player, right? I think he's a good offensive player, right? I feel like the name Kyle Kuzma is what it is because he plays for the Lakers. So he has a big market and he had he came, he came out with that hot start in summer league him and Lonzo. Like it was exciting for Lakers fans. You know, it was like looking for something after the Kobe era, you know, like mm-hmm. what, you know, so Kuzmania started. So I think he's a good offensive player. But let's say he got drafted by give me a team, Detroit we would talk about him as a guy like he would be like um the the person who watches like uh Detroit Orlando games like on League Pass cuz they like basketball so much like he'd be like your sleeper like no but like Kyle Kuzma's like a pretty good player you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, I like yeah. him you know but the LA market kind of made him like this you know like his name doesn't match his production and i feel like a lot of Lakers fans like think his production is more you you get what i'm saying like i just never like i always thought he was just overrated you know and it's not it's not fair to him because he's a good player but you get what i'm saying like it's just yeah i don't think i don't think he's um i don't know maybe because i don't see him this way but yeah i think probably like the general opinion of him is that he's like way better than probably than, than what he really is but yeah, I think he's a solid offensive player. I think you're right. Yeah, definitely. The LA market's definitely what made him that, like, what, what made his brand, you know, that Kuzmania mm-hmm. thing. Um, I, What I like about him, though, or, or, like, to your point, if he were to get drafted by Detroit, I don't know. Like, maybe his numbers would probably be even better. Whoa. Didn't expect that one. I just think Kuzma is just a, a firecracker offensively, and he's just – has no right. idea and he's also horrible on defense and you know yeah. slides his feet like um like a hungry hippo i don't know like i don't think that he's no he's super uncoordinated i think i think I mean, la has I like test. three players like cut from the same cloth like kuzma waiters jr smith like potential to like go crazy but don't expect it next game yeah because those players like and and all three of them like they all have like the green light to like shoot it like like not that they were given the green light 
No, they, <laughs> but they assume they, the like, green yeah, light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have that green light. Like, you can't tell them otherwise. So my thing is, that's why I say, like, yeah, if you were to be on a, on a different team where, like, really, like, he's, like, the guy, um, yeah, I could see his numbers being even better. I'm not saying that his brand will probably be a lot different because, yeah, you're not going to – you could score – I don't. I don't even know what his numbers were this year, but he could score eighteen a game for Detroit. Oh yeah, no, I could see and that. He, yeah, his name would not be the same. So. No, I could see that. I could see him being like a good stats, bad team guy. You know, like just a good score. Nothing really like. Not really offering much other than that. Like he's a mm-hmm. good scorer. You know, but I feel like. It's not fair to him that he went to L.A. because I feel like the expectations are just way too high for him. Yeah. You know? Like, he's a good off- offensive player who, who who's capable of, like, exploding. But, like, I don't... Yeah, but you have to realize, too, though. Like, I remember just, like, watching a lot of the games. He would go off, let's say, 27 points his first season. And then, like, you know, they interview him after the game. And he... Never shy of, like the moment so like they'll be like hey so uh how did you feel like going into this game and 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 uh he's like oh i'm always ready blah 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 so like his confidence was always like at 100 oh for sure and for me i'm not gonna lie like it kind of annoyed me because i feel like he's kind of banking on like that highlight reel like 20 years from now when like at the end of his career and they're gonna show all these clips of him being like oh yeah i was always ready and then it's just like boom like drop you know and it's just like all these different highlights of him (laughs) So it annoyed the heck out of me because I feel like Kobe has a lot of those moments where like they put like a highlight reel of him and they show like an interview and then like it's like those same type of comments. Like a voiceover while you're speaking of like shooting over six people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yo, six people, that's wild. Yeah, he was shooting over his people. own teammates. I'm sure like yeah. Kuzma from shooting before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they were like, yo, can you pass it? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to block it. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly yeah right all right you know. <laughs> like we like i said one song he's like the example of the no no i mean all right he made the shot that should be like yeah, exactly. that should be on his back as opposed to like like say their name that should, should be on his back you should say no no okay he made the shot <laughs> you know what uh bill simmons says this a lot like that you need to have your irrational confidence guy like, sometimes you need the guy that thinks he's better than what he is because, like, he'll, like, in the playoffs, Kuzma's going to have a game in this series where he, he goes off for 30. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's going to be big for them because they need that third score. He's going to yeah. have that game. But it's just, like, just don't, like, expect it every time. Yeah, and then also the games are going to be going uh, 147 to 146. That's going to be, like, the score. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 But, no, but Kuzma's going to have a game, too, where he's going to score nine, and that's going to be yeah. the funniest thing in the world. And nothing was worse than that comment where he's like, oh, Jesus would have had a hard time guarding me or something. I don't know what he said. Katie said, I got Jesus killed. Yeah, it's like, did you, did you see Shaq at the, uh, like, the postgame thing? No. Nah. Oh, Shaq was hilarious. I, 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 you know, I wouldn't do it any justice if I were trying to do it like him, but he was like, he's like, I've seen Jesus play. I've seen Jesus play. I got Jesus. I got Jesus. But yeah, that was a bad impression. But yeah. I was waiting ahead, for it. I could I could sense that it was it was gonna go deep. 
like the. the let's impression. hear. Let's hear. Let's hear your best check impression. I don't, I don't even have my best. I don't know. See, like I was. <laughs> like, yo, cut that. Hey, yo, let's cut that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, can I do mine? Yeah, go. Yeah, go ahead. I feel like you just did it. No, no, no. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, 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 this barbecue chicken. I mean, uh, chill. <laughs> wow, he's yeah. Yeah, the funniest thing was like Mad TV. Um, what's his cat's name? Um. No, no, no. The other dude, Aerie Spears, whenever he would do it, like for some reason, Shaq, like he's not cross-eyed, but like Aerie Spears would just do it to just make him appear like more stupid than what Shaq is. And Shaq isn't stupid. It's just the voice. Yeah. So uh, that's what you just did by calling, by calling out Shaq when you're in, you know, you're doing an impression of Shaq. On that note, uh, Rocky. (laughs) This is my favorite series. Oh, yeah. Just for the the headlines? No, I just think like for everything that Houston is, like like Houston is a very interesting team, and OKC is just as interesting. Like it's just it's just gonna be a fun series. I, I like I'm a big SGA guy, so like I like he's one of my favorite players. And I just think it's a it's just an interesting matchup. Like I just love it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a super a super fun series. Not not only because all the like you know James Harden Westbrook CP three stuff you know, but like so what do you uh, what do you have it? Yeah, can you stop telling us about? <laughs> I just love like Oklahoma City like as an airport. Like I just like. Not... <laughs> um. I think I want to take OKC in this one. Yeah. I feel like this was the worst team for Houston to play in the first round. Really? Yeah. I still got the Rockets. I got the Rockets. I'm hoping the series goes seven games just because I want to see, like, a lot of the pettiness. Because, like, my mind always goes back to, like, the huddle where, like, Oh, James yeah. Harden and Chris Paul are like talking. Yeah, he just slaps his hand. <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's the worst. Like, you can't look any worse after that. And like, if I'm Chris Paul, like, if that was me, I'm crying. Like, I'm crying on national television. Wow. Like my, like I would just start to blush, and I would just be so like, I would just nonstop waterworks. If my boy just freaking slapped my hand, oh no, I'm done. I would get super emotional. Note to so, self: Don't yeah, slap exactly. Josh Don't himself. ever slap my hand. Like that's my that's my weak point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, no, but anyways, I, yeah, I hope it goes seven games because if I like, if it gets, if it gets, um, honestly, I'm rooting. I actually like Russell Westbrook. I think it's my understanding that neither one of you like Russell Westbrook. Yeah, exactly. There you go. No, no, love Russ. No, you're Mike. Oh, Micah you do like him. Russ. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I like, I like Houston, Russ. No, come on. No, I do. No, now you're going back. No, I do. No, 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 no. Prior to this, (laughs) prior to this, I did not like Russ. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't. It's like OKC uh, after like post KD. Oh, man. I couldn't stand it. I just didn't. I didn't think it was basketball. (laughs) Like, I just didn't. But now this Russ, I love this Russ. Nah, I I liked Russ all the way through. Nah. Uh, nah. But what I was going to say was I am rooting for Chris Paul, though. 
I just think the fact that he was given like the crappy end of the bargain, I'm rooting for that. Because I'm sure you guys seen that graphic where it's like OKC was given like point zero two. Yeah, exactly. Percent chance of making the playoffs. And the fact that like with with that like with that stat, what you're looking at is like them potentially playing in the play in tournament. Like the nine the ninth and eighth seed. Like no, they were fifth seed. Yeah. Like they surpassed all expectations. And so they were almost fourth seed. I think it was like percentage points or something. Yeah. Like yeah. it was real close. So so I'm 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 rooting for them. Um I'm rooting for Chris Paul. I I hope if it goes seven games, I actually am hoping that OKC gets it. But um part of me thinks that they just don't have it in them and I think um Harden's gonna go off for like sixty twice. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Russ and SGA fan. Um and, and I like Chris too. I'm definitely yeah, yeah, same. Um I think this is gonna be like stylistically a very interesting series. Um mm-hmm. just because Houston makes any series interesting stylistically. Um I've got the Rockets in seven. Um, but you know, Westbrook being out a couple games will will, will it kinda makes me hesitant. Um but Oof, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's got the, the quality. Wait, is that official? Is that official? He's out. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the first two games will be out. Um, oh, but, yeah, man, I, I just think that this is one of those, it's the same thing as, like, the, the Portland Lakers series. I don't think either team can really guard each other, but then you look at the two best players, and the two best players are Russ and, and James, and I think that that will, in the end, overpower. Um, but with the Rockets, you never know. They could blow you out or miss 27 straight threes like they did against the Warriors a couple yeah. weeks ago. I mean, a couple years ago. So, We'll see, but honestly, I don't even care about the games. I just care about the uh, after, you know, like after game <laughs> between Chris Paul and James Harden. I just know that there's going to be that moment where something gets said and it's going to. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yes, yep. And you know they've seen each other around in the bubble. Yeah, yep. for sure. Just looked at each other from across the the hot tub. Like, did you guys see that video that uh, Jamal Murray put up? Yeah, with a. Uh... Donovan Mitchell. And it's like you're trying to praise. Like you're trying to give him some praise, but at the end of the day, he this was, dude just lost. Donovan Mitchell is not trying to hear that at all. <laughs> he just lost giving you 50, whatever, 50. I'm sure he was on the phone with his girl. He's like, this dude over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he was complaining about being rookie of the year. Um, so uh, looks like we have we've agreed on every single series except for this series. We're split, you know, one Thunder, yeah. two, two Rockets. I think it'll yeah. get a lot more dicey next series. Um, so, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, next round is gonna be, it's gonna get a little tougher. The, the NBA, the, especially bubble NBA. First of all, can we talk about how like, I don't know about you guys, but for me, bubble NBA has like surpassed my expectations. I didn't really oh, know how yes. like the presentation was gonna, gonna be or anything like that, but they've done such a good job. It's like. You know, with putting the big screens over the where the crowd would be, so it's like you're not focused on like how empty it is, and it's just the fake crowd sounds good. Like it's like a nice background, constant. Yeah. You know, like and it and at the end of the day, it shows you that basketball is just basketball, and you can just watch it. Like if it's high level basketball, like it doesn't really matter. Like, like I'm not mad at bubble basketball at all. I'm not mad at it. No, I'll tell you what. Like when it was during that whole hiatus, like obviously, like. Yeah, like, you just want basketball back, right? So you're, like, excited for it. But, like, I would kind of compare it to, like, even though I used to love watching it, but, like, 
you guys ever watch like the U.S. like scrimmages and like the practices and stuff like that, mm-hmm. King of the Court. So I, I used to love watching that, and I would watch all of it. But obviously, the production for that is going to be way different than like a TNT game, or like ABC, ESPN game, right? So to be honest, I was kind of expecting that level of production, and I was just like, oh, it's going to be nice. But I, like when you start hearing like the bouncing like of the ball, and even though that's like for a lot of people, that's like music to their ears, and I get that. But at the end of the day, like, I want to hear, like, I want it to just be more of a production. I want it to be more legit. I want to hear the fans. I don't want to just hear that echo, like, in an empty gym, you know? Right. And, yeah, dude, this was completely yeah. surpassed my expectations big time. I, I think it surpassed my expectations, too. Um, I didn't really know what to expect. I think basketball is the easiest sport to do this with. I think that baseball mm-hmm. still seems kind of weird, even though the A's have the best record in baseball. Um, I think football will seem weird uh, as well, that big dome just being empty or a big stadium being empty. Yeah. So those things will be weird. So basketball was definitely the easiest, but I also feel like basketball has put the most into it and done the best job with what they can do. So I think mm-hmm. it's like, you know, both ends of the spectrum as NBA fans are getting the best, best product. And I also feel like we're going to have a couple of, even in the playoffs, a lot more, you know, road um, road players always play better, like at home and stuff like that. I think that everybody's going to get comfortable and you're going to see a lot of TJ Warren type performances where it's like, oh, that player was good, but shoot, Jordan Clarkson just scored 40 in a playoff game, you know, uh, mm-hmm. looking at it and, you know, George Hill goes off. Like, I think it's just going to be a lot of like, these are good players, but they're really just getting comfortable and just there's no crowd. There's like, Basketball is the only element. So... I think they've done a great. Yo, so do you guys do you guys see a lot of like these uh, success stories in the bubble kind of carrying on to like next year in the season, in the regular season? Well, I think it'll depend on how they do it next year because I think there's rumors of another bubble. Mm. Well, let's say it doesn't. Let's say it's like we they they travel and stuff, like the Phoenix Suns going eight and zero in the bubble. Do you guys see this like carrying on to like the regular season? Because part of me is kind of like you do. I do. Not obviously not to that level because they started off the season like that. They were playing really well. Mm. Um, then DeAndre Ayton got suspended. Yeah, yeah, and then they kind of like fell off. Um, I I kind of like their team. Like they'll have like Kelly Oubre coming back. Um, I kind of like their team. I could see them like fighting for that seventh, eighth spot. Maybe maybe not seventh, but like eighth spot. You know, like Memphis, um, Memphis, Phoenix. See, that's what's crazy. Um, we could have, we could, we could talk about this for like another half hour. Just like what the rankings are going to be, because like the West, to think about how competitive that was, and I, 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 I would, I would have to hope that the Pelicans kind of like get it together next year because they're such Pelicans. a fun team. Yeah, Pelicans too. So like to think about the current eight seeds. Um, on the West, and to think about like some of those aren't going to be there next year is so crazy to me. Yeah, or it could be exactly the same. Yeah, because even like um, San Antonio, like no one was talking about San Antonio mm. at all, but they were they they were literally just a few games from being in the play in, and yep. not a few games, just like things had to fall in their favor. Exactly, and they would have been in the play in, and they could have been the eighth seed like very easily. <laughs> yeah, you know, crazy. like that, yeah, that's insane. That's insane. The West, the West is so tough. It just it makes you wonder if they're really gonna consider just doing best sixteen teams. Yeah. See, yeah, and, and 
Go ahead, Micah. What were you saying? I would hate that. The sixteen? Yeah. I would hate that. Why is that? I think it's just great to have in like I think I think that's like one of the best things about football and stuff like that and just in basketball divisions don't really matter per se. So it's not like, you know, Phoenix isn't rivals with Sacramento because they're Pacific division. But I feel mm-hmm. like just having like knowing like, oh, if I go here, like I got to go through them and having that be like a thing of like the Rockets knew they had to get through the Warriors to make it to the finals. So they built a team to try to make it through that Warrior team. Like Indiana during the uh, Miami Heat's run built a team big to beat up Miami playing small. Like they built like there's like these rivalries and mm-hmm. like people mm-hmm. knew, like LeBron went to Miami because he was like, I got to get through the Celtics. Like having yeah, yeah. that is like a part of like the strategy, and I don't want to lose that um, because we're mad that we didn't get to see um, Demar Derozan in the playoffs. That's an interesting. Uh... That no, that that's a good point. To me, this is one of those things where it's like, uh, like this is just what I'm used to. Like, yeah, like like we're gonna like retain or rewrite like just like the rules. It's just kind of weird. It's just kind of like very against the grain to me. Yeah. Um, so that's my biggest issue with it, but I actually do like your points. It's a good, you know, everybody just kind of needs to, sorry, not to cut you off. I also feel like I do feel bad for the Suns going eight no and not making it. Right. But the 16 teams won't change who wins the NBA finals. Like everybody talked about like, Oh, LeBron had it easy in, in the East. He still had to beat the West to get his three championships. So like at the end of the day, the, the best, I don't think that, changing the 16 is going to change who wins the finals or who wins any award. So it's like, did we uh, really miss Memphis? I, agree. I, I, I want to reward Memphis, but I don't think I'm like going to cry because I'm not seeing Ja right now. I agree and I don't agree. Because I feel like, like people like to bring up uh, LeBron's nine like finals appearances. That would be my biggest argument with the, uh, the East being a little weaker but i see what you're saying micah yeah he had to beat the west right but like like if you're just coasting to the finals every year like is it really like not that it's not impressive but like you have to do so much more in the west to get to that point you know like it's just so many better teams like one through eight you know I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, so you know, but I, 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 no, yeah, and this, I just, I just this don't is definitely off like I'm like trying to discredit LeBron for everything he did. Well, yeah, without well, that's definitely like coming off, and that's you know, <laughs> no, because nine nine finals appearances, like no, that's man. wild. No, no, I I actually I'm joking around, but I actually do agree with you. Like, I think that, and to be honest, like we could say that he coasted, but to be honest, he didn't coast, and I think that's kind of. Like the Pacers, for example, like the Pacers gave him issues a lot of those like years, and the Bulls gave him a lot of those issues, and a lot of those weren't even like a hundred percent healthy teams, and a lot of those series went like seven games. And I know we might, I know you might think like, oh, I'm actually like supporting LeBron's argument that it was, it was actually kind of difficult for him. But to me, I'm kind of like, man, I don't think you should have ever, like, if it wasn't the Pacers and if it was the Spurs in the first round, right? Like. I'm not sure you would even make it past the first round. Yes, you know? but so, you have to think about it like 
these second round matchups could be like Western Conference Finals matchups, you know. Oh, I mean, easily the two finalists every year if we're doing top sixteen seeds could be Western. Yeah, for the last nine years that LeBron did make those finals, it probably wouldn't have even been him, you know. So, um, but again, not discrediting, but completely yeah, I mean, discrediting it, it, everything LeBron did those nine years. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it really is just, it is what it is. Like, I think I think the only two years he legit, I don't think the Miami team's ever coasted. I think that the the 2015 Cavs and 20, or, or the 2016 Cavs, 2017 Cavs, when he still had Kyrie and they were doing like the the, the, the water flip challenge in Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah, those yeah, teams, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they knew they were going to the finals. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yo, let but, me, let me but, speak on that just because – go ahead, Jeffrey. No, I was just going to say, like, I feel like they knew that because they weren't going to play any – like, they didn't see anybody that they were like, oh, we got to – like, they just knew, like, we're, we're the best team, you know, like. Yeah. But not, not like the Warriors, we know we're the best team. Like, the Warriors were just, like, their all-time best team, you know, like, they're just, like – it didn't matter who you threw in front of them, because that was just how lopsided that team was. But yeah. Well, before they the Cavs were like the Cavs were a pretty regular team. Right? Oh no 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 no! In terms of like all time teams, you get what I'm saying? Who? Okay, where do you rank? Where Where would you rank uh, the Cavs uh, when they won that championship? Where would you rank them all time? No, I agree that they're not an all time team. But that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying it to those standards, you know, like Miami Bulls aren't an all time team. And Dennis Robin went to Vegas for a couple weeks during the season because he knew that he had Michael Jordan on his team. Like that's the Cavs feeling. They knew that they had our Michael Jordan on, on their team. And that's why they could do what they did. And that's why they coasted like they did. Like you have to have a general generational talent and a player in his prime to do that. It's not like they were just some regular run of the mill team. Of course, they, they probably aren't a top 10 team of all time. Sure. But when you have a top ten, they're not even, they're not even top. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, they're not a top one hundred team of all time. But with that being said, like it's it's happened in history where teams have done a little, you know, shenanigans because they knew that they were gonna win. Oh yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Yo, my biggest thing with the with the with the bottle flip thing, which by the way, a lot of people that don't know my stance on LeBron and stuff. I've really grown to LeBron to appreciate LeBron the last couple of years, but prior to that, woof, I was so anti-LeBron. But anyways, and I think a lot of that had to do with his fans. Personally, that's just my opinion. A lot Same. of it had to do with his fans. Same. It wasn't even, and I know, Mike. I know you might. I know you feel attacked, but listen, just hear me <laughs> out. So what? I, <laughs> no, but where I'm getting at is like, for example, with that bottle flip thing. So they were doing that. They were blowing people out. And they're doing bottle flips. I actually didn't care about it. I was like, whatever. I, I, it left no impression on me. Yeah. And then Steph Curry blowing out the Cavs. And he's on the side with a towel over his head laying down. And he's like not playing in the fourth. Oh my God. The Cavs fans felt so like disrespected. disrespected. And I'm like, yo, the cat like. Just went off for the la- like the last three quarters, and like he's laying down with a towel over his head. Like that seems like a more of a normal thing yeah. that you're resting on the bench than you doing bottle flips. 
and and I know Micah, and I know you're having a hard time, like trying to like you're you're hearing this and you're having a hard time. And the thing is, like being painted is insane. <laughs> yeah, let's make Micah the villain of this podcast. Micah's a LeBron guy. <laughs> no, no, no. The but that that LeBron was my biggest thing. With the, that was my biggest thing with that. And I don't know. That's just it, it. A lot of it, like thinking back on it, a lot of my hate on LeBron had little to do with LeBron. I mean, it was like. 70 30 but a lot of it had to do with his fans the fans was, the espn oof. lebron stats like, and, and i'm a big go ahead somebody who's grown up in the bay and, and and you know had to run through those curry years actually still going through them. and i love curry but i feel like the thing the animosity that came towards curry is not necessarily what he did but curry was the you know babyface assassin golden boy which regardless of what he did he wasn't viewed he didn't get the the scrutiny on like the way he behaved sometimes like it was like he's just such a humble superstar and he would be shimmying on people and turning around looking at their bench as he's <laughs> like like we had to do it's it. harder to watch humble at all like he showboats and does like he would the throwing the mouth guard thing is like the thing that just gets swept under the rug like he threw his mouth guard and he hit a fan oh but micah we'll save that for a different we'll save that for a different episode but all right, i'm hearing you <laughs> We can deep dive into it later, but I'm saying that's where it comes from. It's like not the fact that he was sleeping or the it smells like champagne in the room quotes. Like it was the stuff that he would do where it's like, oh, he's just like us, but he wasn't treated like us. But I get that you're saying it's the other way around too with LeBron. So I get that. Yeah, and I get that. I, I actually think I, I, I agree with you because I think it's harder to see somebody that, that literally looks just like us that weighs, you know, a buck seventy, whatever, at six six one. Oh, really? Six three. Yeah, so yeah. six three. Um, doing those things on people that are like six eight, six nine. You know what I mean? Like, like he shouldn't even like like he's really like, um, beating a lot of the odds, I guess, at that stature. You know, like what he's doing, he's changing the NBA and stuff like that. Like a lot of people are. I, I don't. I hope I'm not coming off sarcastic, but like to see him shimmy and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I think that's a lot harder to watch than watch. Um. Russell Westbrook go full court and dunk it and just like start yelling at you know at the top of his lungs, like it's it makes more sense because the the dude's build like, you know he's just like he looks more like he should be doing that. To to me, when it comes to like the showboating and stuff like that, like I'm a big like do what you want to do, as long as you are willing to back it up, do you know like if you hit a big three if you dunk on somebody you want to stand over them do. You deal with the consequences, you know, but like, like I'm a big, like in baseball, flip the bat, like throw it, throw it yeah, into the yeah, dugout yeah, if yeah, you want, yeah. you know, like, I, like that's your moment. That's, that's entertainment, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you just do what you want, but deal with the consequences. So I never took anything, you know, I never took it away if Steph shimmied in someone's face or Giannis like flex on somebody, you know, like. That's your moment. Do what you got to do, you know, but back it up. And those guys back it up, you know? Yeah. Now, if Dion Waiters starts getting crazy, I'm going to be like, all right, relax. Like, <laughs> you, you, I know you made a big three, but like, come on. Like, you don't, that's, this isn't what you do. And if Dion, for some reason, listens to this, big fan. Uh, Dan, it kind of sucks. I was going to invite him to the podcast, too. So, yeah, we're, we're kind of that. You guys want to uh, hit the awards, though, now? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll get into uh, these are um, our season awards um, based on who we think should win the awards. I know 
they've gotten down to the final um, nominees, but you know, if we do have somebody that we feel should be there, we can throw them in there. So these are our awards. So we can start off. We'll make our way up to MVP because that's like the the biggest award. So we'll start with we can start with six man, six man of the year. Six man of the year. Uh, go ahead. You got Dennis. I do too. Yeah, same. I do too. Yeah, I think I think for me, I, I if Lou will gets it, I would love it because I think he I think he is tied at the moment for like the most three, right? So if he were to get it, I think he'd break that. Um, I don't know who else. I think Jamal Crawford, right? He has. Mm-hmm. So if he gets it, I would love it because I love Lou Williams. Now, Dennis Schroeder, like, and I, I think you're gonna start seeing this with like all the other awards. If it go like if any, if it can go OKC way, like I'm gonna vote that way just because of their chances to even make the playoffs are so low, and to think that they're fifth seed. Um, that's my reason for going with Dennis Schroeder. I. Uh... I echo all of that. Down to the Lou Williams. Like, if Lou gets it, I'm not mad. Yeah. You know, he's like, that's Lou Will. Like, you know, but you can go ahead. I'm not throwing a tantrum if Lou wins it. I'm I'm, I'm voting for Dennis because I think that Lou and Trez are like Katie and Steph. They can never win MVP while each other is on the same team. So, um, like, it takes away from your significance as a six-man when you literally have – a top three six men in the league playing with you all your minutes. Not anything mm-hmm. against him. Like I said, if he wins, more power to him. But I think Dennis really embodied what a six man is and changed a lot of games for them. So, give it to Dennis. Okay. True. Yep. All right. So, then we can do a coach of the year. Yeah, Billy Donovan for me. I agree. Yeah, that's what I picked. Nick Nurse. I think that's not even close. Got to be Nick Nurse. Like Really? No, I mean I'm not I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. They lost um Kawhi. Amazing, like a top three player, you could say. And literally have a better record since losing him. And, you know, plug plugged in pieces, changed lineups, changed styles, um, and really kept an identity that we didn't know what they had. We didn't know if it was just he kind of took Dwayne Casey's like leftovers and just kind of made it work. But no, he's he's got a system, and he's by far did the best coaching job too. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah, I'm I like that. Bad. I mean, I think it's between them two. But to me, like I said, I just feel like I just have to go back to that the you fact that nobody gave OKC you, a chance. You don't have to yell at. <laughs> so my thing, Micah, is I already said it like three times in this podcast, and I'm starting to repeat myself. Yo, you know when I start talking, you know when like your parents start talking and they would just like close their eyes when they're talking and they're scolding you? <laughs> so Micah, so the thing is, Micah, I told you to clean your room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, so two Billy Donovan's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One Nick Nurse. Okay, so we can do, so we, we knocked out six men, coach of the year. Let's do uh, most improved. Most improved. Um, yeah, so I like the whole Devontae Graham story. Um, it's crazy. Like from four points to 18, 19 points yeah. that he's doing now. That's awesome. I love that story. And I'm not a Charlotte Hornets fan, but just kind of like it's obviously the city that I live in, which I don't know if anybody knows that on the podcast. If you don't know. yeah. If you don't know, 
We're based out of Charlotte, Micah. Based out of Oakland. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So I, I, I like Devontae Graham. Um, but to be honest, I think my, my, my pick is, is, is Luka Doncic. So just what he's doing is just ridiculous this year. So that's what you figured? Yeah. I think it's him. Okay. Mike? Oh, uh, I've got Bam. I think that he changed from like being a, a bench player to the best player on a playoff team. I think that that's, that's a, that's a tough transition to do, especially with Jimmy coming in. I thought, I obviously thought Jimmy was going to be the centerpiece and really run everything. And, uh, Bam is our MVP. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think he's all-star too. Yeah. Yeah. Bam's awesome. Bam's awesome. I, I, I do like Devonte Graham though too, but I think this year, has been a great year for MIP Light. I think you could throw Brandon Ingram in there, you could throw Luca in there, Devontae. Uh, I know I'm missing somebody else, but that's where I come in. My most improved is Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is my most improved, which reminds me, I had a super flaming hot take about Jason Tatum. All right, go ahead. These playoffs. We might end this podcast after this. <laughs> These playoffs, Jason Tatum's going to show why he's a top 10 player. In the NBA. Top 10 player? Okay, so top 10 player in the, in the bubble. So that makes sense. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. So I get that. I don't hate that. You don't top believe 10 player it. in the bubble. You don't believe it. NBA. You don't in believe it. You believe that? In the NBA. All right, yes. so I'm going to go. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I just want to go real quick. So Anthony Davis, LeBron James, James Harden. Uh, Kawhi he's Leonard. not a top ten player right now. Right. No, no, no. But, but these... let's just say next season. Okay, like, go keep ahead. on going, Michael. Yeah. But... He's going to surpass one of these players. So I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. James Harden, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis, Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Durant, Paul George. I see. I see. Did you say Kawhi? Yeah, you did. I say Kawhi and Paul George right here. Did you say Russ? No, Russell Westbrook, nine. Luka Doncic, that's, that's 10. Oh, my gosh. Nah, come on. That's right. There's, that's no, right. there's nobody doing it. L- listen, he's doing and it. I on, love Jason. He's Dan. doing it on both sides of the ball. Let me, we'll, we'll revisit this conversation whenever the Celtics road in the playoffs ends. But Did you even say Dame? I didn't say Dame. I didn't say Dame. I put Dame in front of Russ. No, but I'm just saying we forgot him. Yeah, yeah, but I'm telling you, he's gonna be in that conversation. I love Jason Tatum, though. I love him, but he's I gonna. Just... I'm telling you, I'm just telling you. After these playoffs, I didn't say right now. After these playoffs, that's gonna be a conversation. Just letting you know. <laughs> oh man, they lose in the first round. Oh, that was thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, next. Um. So next, so we knocked out six man coach of the year. MIP, Rookie of the Year. I think this is pretty easy, right? Yeah, I got, I got Ja. If, if, if Zion, I think if Zion would have played the whole season, then I would probably lean Zion's way. But, um, but yeah, I still got Ja Morant. The way the Pelicans managed him, I don't even think if he would have played the whole season, I, I don't even know what they were doing. Um, I do feel bad for. Nah, I think they would have forced that one. <laughs> They were already trying to force it with the way, yeah. with like the games he played. Yeah, it, it was it was a weird. They they, sh- yeah. I got no. I'm saying they were they were trying to force him as like a, a rookie of the year like favorite, 
Like some oh, people like were I saying, like yeah. he played well enough in the small amount of time. So I feel like even if they did load manage him for the entire season, like they still would have been trying to like you know, which is it's just like Jaw's been like putting giving his heart every single night, like leaving it all on the floor, like yeah for them. But for for me, my pick is R.J. Barrett because. Nice. <laughs> I should have left the joke going, like keep keep on going. Just kind of see what what your uh, what your support supporting argument was. Be Ben Simmons though. Next question. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, ben ben exactly. Simmons is definitely uh somehow first, in there. first yeah. back to back to back uh, <laughs> rookie of the year winner. Okay, yeah. So jobs, job easy. Yeah, I mean by far the best rookie season. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so next we have Defensive Player of the Year. Man, I didn't really put that much thought into this one. Um, I'll let you guys go first and act like I'm not on my phone looking this up. I got Anthony Davis. I think he, ooh, I think he, he altered everything and then he was, you know, like Rudy alters everything, but then he's not, you can't put him in any pick and rolls and it's tough for him to move his feet. And I think Anthony is like the, just been the best defensive player this year. I'm not really like, I don't think he's like a, a runaway, but I think there was a lot of people that normally like are perimeter people that play. Uh, but Kawhi didn't do back to back. Paul George didn't miss a lot of time. Uh, you know, a lot of the the normal perennial perimeter people that we would put in and, you know, Draymond was out too. I know he's one for the year. So those who weren't really in the running this year. So I got Anthony. I, I got Giannis. I just think he's, like, the heart and soul of that team. Like, he's, like, you know, he brings the intensity. He sets the tone. And I'll, I'll get into more of that for for the next the next topic. But that's who, that's who I have. Yeah, I'm going to – I'll probably just do a bias aside. Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Anthony Davis too. Um, to be honest, I totally overlooked this award. I didn't really put that much thought into it. But yeah, Anthony Davis. It's probably just because that's my my team. No other reason other than that. Oh wow. Okay. So just exchange. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Straight <laughs> bias. Straight bias. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So last one, MVP. Yeah, I got Giannis. Same. Yeah. Got it. Got it. It's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that what I, I kind of wanted to get into this like the MVP part, to be honest. Like I guess I think he's the hardest soul, heart and soul of that team, and I just think like for him to be doing that, like Chris Middleton is their second best player. He's great, but you know he doesn't have an AD, he doesn't have a Russell Westbrook, you know, like that level type of player. And I just think what one thing I do admire, even though as a Celtics fan. I can't stand Milwaukee just because, you know, they're just the rivals in the Eastern Conference. But one thing I do admire about about the Bucks is that they have vets. They all handle business. They blow out whoever they play. Everyone sits on the bench. We move on. Like, they don't mess around. They're so sound defensively. Offense, everyone knows their roles. And I just – I love to watch them play because it's just like – Everyone just goes, takes care of business. I bet being a Milwaukee fan this year was like the easiest thing because they just they they do what they have to do, you know, and they lose so rarely, mm-hmm. you know. So I think 
I think Giannis is a big part of that. Like, they know Giannis is the guy. We quit whatever Giannis does, and they're like a well-oiled machine. So I just think Giannis is, like, taking them so far just on his back. Yeah, but even even for me personally, like, just numbers-wise, like, I think Giannis, like, his numbers are just way more impressive. And the thing is, too, is, like, when uh, – I'm sure you guys have seen how, like, a lot of people are making the argument – the people that are making the argument for Giannis are saying that, like, LeBron doesn't even have the best numbers on his team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Anthony Davis's numbers are, are ridiculous yeah. this year. And he could have easily have been included in that same – you know, in the, in, the, in the conversation. So, yeah, for me, it's Giannis. And, again, the fact that he's doing it with limited – um, minutes per game is uh, even that much more impressive. Yeah, I think it's Giannis. Uh, yeah, he he fits the what's normally the criteria, the best player on the best team. But I just think that he's the like, like Jeff said, he's got Chris Middleton and they destroy everybody, and it's because of him. He's the center of everything. He's the the heart and soul cliche quote. He's the heartbeat of all that. Um, he's like the dominance inside of what Steph Curry is to the outside when the Warriors got their got their stuff started. Um yeah. and he's great. I don't, I don't honestly I really don't think it's this close. I think this is along with by Rookie of the Year, the two awards that I don't I I I like these are the awards I would be mad if it went to somebody else. I don't think it will. Right. Um I don't know. I heard way too much LeBron talk. Way too well, much Well to be honest, like, you know, I'm a big fan of like ex NBA players or ex players in whatever sport being like analysts or whatever you know um or just like a color commentator whatever the case but like for me like espn is like blasted with like the worst of them (laughs) like kendrick perkins like hearing his like arguments on the whole thing and he's like like his main arguments that lebron's doing this at his age and i'm like yes that's amazing like we should all clap for that but like why is that Giannis's fault (laughs) Right. You know, yeah, it's like, like, you said what? Ron is the best 35 year old, but that's not what the award. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not. Exactly. exactly. It's yeah. not. That's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. Yeah. People love to like take other things into context. Like, yeah. Should have for, nothing to do with it. Yeah. Right. Like that. It's, it's just strictly look at the numbers, look at the record. Go off of that. I don't want to hear, oh, but LeBron's been doing it for so long. And, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, he probably should have won it in this year. So, we got to make it up for, the, you yeah, know, like, no. Sense. Yeah. Who is the best player? Who is the most valuable player this year? Exactly. It's Giannis. Giannis. I think it's Definitely hands down Giannis. Like, I don't think it's there's much to debate. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, I don't think that's close there. So, we're all in agreement there. Yeah. Yeah. RJ Barrett, rookie of the year. Okay, um, so we we like to finish with one more segment. Um, we get one minute to be completely biased. It can be about anything; doesn't have to be about basketball. Just one minute to be completely biased. Josh, you want to start us off? Dang, let me get this on a timer because I'm about to go on a rant. I I can time you, Micah. You might want to close your ears for this one. <laughs> you want me to time you? Yeah, go ahead. All right, man. All right, we're gonna start with three. <sighs> Two, one. All right, man. So, North Carolina, we have this thing called cookout. Cookout, to me, is ten times better. His face already. Oh, let me start this off with, all right, not to be biased or anything, right? But cookout 
is 10 times better than In-N-Out. And my roots are from Los Angeles, right? Like, that's where my family's from. In-N-Out, great burger. No, it's not. (laughs) No, In-N-Out, great burger. Cookout, for what you get, for the money, for the shakes, all of the above, is 10 times better than In-N-Out. Ooh, I still got 15 seconds. In-N-Out fries are trash. Oh, They're man. hollow. There's oh. nothing in it. Oh, man. Cookout fries. I can go to cookout and just get the fries. So, all right. I'll, I'll leave it there. <laughs> so, in conclusion. All right, Micah. You could, you could, you could open your ears. Trash. <laughs> you could unplug your ears. You got it. I mean, yeah. We may not make it episode two. The disrespect. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big cookout guy. You know, I love being able to get a hot dog and a milkshake at the same spot. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, number one, you're getting the wrong thing. <laughs> you're getting the wrong thing. If you're going there for the hot dog, forget about it. Going there for the hot dogs. I'm just saying, there's levels to this. Like, I'm sure Steph Curry has some good Under Armors. I'm not going to compare Under Armour to Nike. That's all I'm gonna say there. So go on, Jeff. All, all right, right, man. It's, it, I think it's your turn. My turn? All right. Time in. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm going I'm to start you off. So you're going to have a hidden menu? Three, What's the point of a two. hidden menu when you don't even... Totally being biased. I think this is another example of Kevin Durant ruining the NBA for the fourth year in a row. <laughs> First two years by him joining the Warriors and making the NBA Finals one of the most boring things to watch after the greatest series of our lifetime. Uh, 2019, he got injured and then we kind of don't really count the Raptors championship. And then this year, he chickens out from joining the bubble when he was completely <laughs> to play. There's videos of him running around, <laughs> and he was scared to go up against Giannis in the first round. And his running mate, Kyrie, did the same thing. And it would have just been great basketball. We're seeing what TJ Warren is doing, Dame is doing. He's the most unstoppable player in open run, and this is essentially open run. But You got 20 seconds. Huh? You got 20 seconds. Yeah, man. Uh, I think he is going to the biggest what if in NBA history because what if he would have taken his NBA uh, career with any type of integrity and would have actually thought about competitiveness and really just loved to go. <laughs> yeah. He's really hurt. Yo. He's really hurt by this. This is coming from a dark place. Your time's up. Your time's up. <laughs> hey, by the way, that's going to be Micah's, uh, Micah's uh, bias aside segment. For like the next three episodes. Yeah, I was going to say, next week is going to be like, <laughs> so cook, because I cut, cut off at a minute. Let me tell you another minute of why Griffin Durant ruined that. He plays a, he plays a uh, clip of his uh, last week's segment. That's He's just agreeing was. with everything he says. <laughs> no, that's a good point. That's yeah, a good point. Micah, wow. <laughs> you were in rare form. <laughs> uh, All right, I guess it's my turn. Which, by the way, it's kind of unfair because he practiced that. No, I didn't. I didn't. I just no. Felt- but what was that paper you were reading? Off of? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looked like a looked like a CVS receipt. <laughs> All right, so I guess it's my turn. <clears throat> All right, so I'm gonna start my time. Start off with uh, bias aside. No, no bias aside, because oh, no, no, I'm no, about no, to be bias. completely biased. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I just wanted to let everybody know this: candy corn is the worst candy ever invented mm. it's thumbs up tastes awful i don't know why this is like a a thing corn and candy shouldn't go together 
I'm sure some candy is like made with cornstarch or something. I don't know that I probably like, but if you're if corn is your selling point, it should it just shouldn't be a thing. So candy corn, if you like it and you eat it, um, just go ahead and let me know so I can block you on all social media platforms. Um, it just it shouldn't be a thing. It should be erased off the earth. Yeah. Um, and if you if you do like candy corn. Make sure you go and follow Bias Aside on Instagram and comment. Follow Bias Aside Pod on Twitter. Yeah. And let me know why candy corn is good. Let me know why Kevin Durant did not ruin the NBA. Let me know why In-N-Out is better than Cookout. Amen. Let us know Amen. on Bias Aside on Instagram, Bias Aside Pod on Twitter. And let us know. Tap in. Let us know. Yo, and also you guys could click right here. Um, it's not oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But um, no, seriously though, follow us. Bias aside, B I A S A S I D E on Instagram. Bias aside, on on Twitter. Reach out to us. Let us know what you thought. Let us know what we can do better. Let us know if you guys want us to talk about anything. Well, we love to interact with all our fans. Oh wait, so are many. you not? Are you not recording? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, yo, we're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we can do the KD part again, but. Yeah, no, I got the KD locked and loaded. Actually, <laughs> my room was me talking about you. <laughs> He's like, I still got that script. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, so yeah, follow us um, Instagram and Twitter. And uh, content's a little light at the moment, but it's our first one, man. Give us some time. Yeah. We'll get this going. And if, and if you're listening um, on Apple Podcasts, please rate us five stars. Five stars. We greatly appreciate If you enjoyed it. If you didn't, rate us and let us know what we could do better. But if you enjoyed, please rate us five stars. It'll help us out a lot. Um, we'll be on Apple, Google Play, everything. Spotify. Yeah. I've always wanted to say this. Anywhere you guys listen to podcasts. Anywhere, anywhere podcasts. Yeah. Right platforms. All of them. Yeah, yes. yeah, all DSPs. So. Oh, also, if you're about this, if you're about basketball and you want to be on the podcast one day, well, as of right now, we're not taking anybody. So uh, <laughs> just keep on um, uh, just, just wishful thinking. No, but I actually am curious. Um, curious what it would be like to just have somebody else for like 15 minutes and just kind of pick their brain a little bit. That's so um, uh, invite some guests. Yeah. Special guest. Yeah, and then we can like talk about them after. We can talk about them after and stuff. Yeah, no, they made a lot of new content for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, any last words, guys? Nah, man. I think this was dope. I'm excited to see like if we look stupid next week. And uh, yeah, hope hope anybody listening enjoys this. So. Yeah, same thing. I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, like I said, this is new. And we hope to continue this for you guys so you guys could uh, have a nice commute to work definitely commute to work or if you're listening while you're working working out you know cooking whatever you're doing you know just like we said we're just here to have some good basketball talk have some laughs and you know hopefully you guys enjoy Ooh, right now like the last like 30 seconds you have outro music right yeah see we're learning this as we're doing this we're learning yeah, yeah. so we'll get this going definitely all right, guys. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Definitely. Hope you guys enjoyed it.
Bow. Peace. Hey, Micah, legit, we weren't recording. Seriously, we were not recording. <laughs>